Hey guys, this is Check the Raxolite. Captain Goldhorn said something about a, a survey. He's got some questions for us on how to make the Caduceus better. Uh, you know, we said everybody should fill it out. There might be a secret prize at the end if we get enough people to, to do it. Uh, he said to go to survey.willsavethepodcast.com. I don't know what a podcast is, but that's where I'm going to go because I want to win a cool thing. See you there. Not long before the events of the Chimera, four space pirates were sent to the desert planet of Akiton to regain their captain's hold over Kafak Depot. Get in. Restore balance. Get out. A simple enough plan. Batten down the hatches, mateys. This is Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. Unknown Treasures. Welcome back to Will Save and the Interstellar Tales from the Extra Galactic Adventure Anthology. I am Kevin Decker, your GM, and this is Unknown Treasure. Unknown Treasure. I just, I'm really happy. This, like, I, I like recording kind of early on the weekends. This is, it's Saturday. It's what we're it's 3 30 well for you it's like 4. 4 p.m right yeah and this is it's, yeah. it's relatively early for me still yeah we're usually recording pretty late with you but it's still yep. it's funny because like yeah it's it's early for you it's it's <laughs> early for me but it's still like i have the full day in front of me from the morning like and so like this morning i went to home depot and with grayson i took my son and I, <laughs> what first, purchases did you partake in yeah i had to pick up a toilet um my, my toilet was wobbling <laughs> and uh I didn't. Just I went to go. Ring, I went to right? go tighten the like the two the you know there's two nuts. So I pu- I popped the cap off. And I went to tighten the nut, and the whole bolt just snapped off. And I was like, <laughs> yep. fantastic. So I'm gonna replace my toilet. Um, so is I, it the I, toilet oh, or the flange? It's well, the bolt is part of the flange. I got to take the toilet off, but I was like, ah, I'm just gonna replace the whole thing anyways. Get yeah. It, you know. yeah, do it. You're already there. But I went to go pick that up. That I also picked up feeling. some 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 grass seed because uh, I want to get my lawn look better. And so, like Scott Turf Builder, Uh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some tall, tall fescue. But I was, I was rolling around through uh, Lowe's with with Grayson in a cart and having a good time. And I picked up the 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 seed. I got the, the seed first, and I went to the car and dumped it off. And as I was putting the bag into the back of the car, there's seed everywhere. Oh, and I was like, "What the heck?" God. And sure enough, there was a hole at the top. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm just not going to make sure I don't use the, you know, make sure it's vertical." Then I lifted it up that way, and the seed came out the bottom. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I took it back. I I was like, "Hey, this thing is spilling all over the place. Like, can I get another one?" They, I just swapped it, and uh, when I went to swap it, there was rat shit all over the next one. So there's oh, definitely. God. I don't know if it was still in there or not, but they leave it outside. <laughs> yeah, it's in the garden section. It's all. Yeah. It's not covered you know. though. Or maybe I, I it's like a lean-to. It's not like an enclosed yeah, space. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying Grayson might have a new pet. No, I think we left it in the other bag that we left at the store. <laughs> yeah, a rat, you say? Cute. And I and I put the seat outside, unless it crawled its way into the toilet on the way home. It's possible. Who knows? 
Apparently yeah. rats do that. They'll just come up through the toilets and then go back yep. and stuff. It's like a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Watch, what? watch before you sit down. They do that. Maybe in New York. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's snakes here in Florida. And yeah. crocodiles, yeah. right? Alligators? Like that's yes. Even in LA. <laughs> what do we have? Like a... a a possum, maybe we have possums. Here. We have we have mice too. I see them occasionally outside in, uh, yeah. like Santa yeah. Monica, anywhere where it's like moist. In your toilets, mm. moist. Do you say moist? Moist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so Vinny, you're the other let's, East Coaster let's, here. Let's not yeah. trigger Vinny. How was how was your day? Since your day is, dude. So I it, one, it's great living in the future. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is mostly people who live in the future being like, look at all this time I have with my day before I do this fun recording. Um, I can do everything. I spent the morning turning <laughs> wrenches. Uh, so I, I, my wife and I both have older vehicles. Hers is a 2011, mine's a 2004. Uh, Ooh, you're so old. I like old vehicles. Classic. I, really, I, I love my Camry. Um, yeah, it's going to outlive me, I think. Yeah, and so uh, she needed some engine mounts replaced, and so I replaced all four of those this morning. I had to change my oil, and I broke a. Um, I've got this thing; it's an impact wrench, but it's a battery powered one. And I, I've got a, I've got a three eighths inch one, which is decently powerful. And I bought a half inch, uh, which would like break my finger if I tried. And I ended up breaking a bolt, one of the five bolts that holds your wheel on. Ouch. Your wheel lugs, that's what it's called. Oh. Uh, wheel lug broke it, snapped it in half because it was. The, uh, I had too much ooga booga in the ooga booga machine. Um, <laughs> so I had to get a big fing hammer from uh, Harbor Freight and push that, that lug out and replace it. Yep, hammered it yeah. out, replaced it. Thankfully, ooga booga had enough to get the new one in. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a good time. I really like Harbor Freight, it's a good spot. I, I know all about replacing <laughs> lugs because, um, I lived in Hawaii for a little while, and there was a night that to the corrode. Well, I don't know. How, I don't know how it happened. It wasn't my car, but it was a night that the the power went out. Apparently, a rat had like crossed the transformer that powers the entire island. So the entire island oh goes my. dark. And Boom. me and my buddy were, were like down in Waikiki. <laughs> it's an ice age situation. Yeah, it was like we, we were having dinner, and we got the dinner for free because they were like, "Well, your all your meals were on the computer, and we you lost computers." Anyways, we were just like. What are we going to do the rest of our night? We can't go back to our hotel. You know, we lived in the, the barracks. It's like a hotel. Um, we can't go back to the barracks. Like, it's, we might as well just cruise around. So, we're cruising around at 10 o'clock at night in pitch black. And all of Super a sudden, his, his car starts just going <laughs> very weird. And I was like, dude, this doesn't sound right. And sure enough, we get out and he had only one lug left out of the, the, the five. And I'm like, <laughs> so, uh... Uh, it's I, a nightmare he, fuel right there. Yeah, I don't know if he. I don't know what what happened. I don't know if he didn't like tighten them all up the last time he changed his tire, and like you know the loose ones just sheared off on, with enough force. I don't. I don't know what what happened, yeah. but yeah, it was dang, a, that is nightmare fuel. So like, I've had I've had that happen before. I had a it was a '96 Jetta. And oh, that Jetta. <laughs> the um, yes, that Jetta. Um, so. I was driving around and like I heard like a quiet rattling from like the front passenger side, but like I thought it was just like my sup- suspension, something rubber had worn out. And you know, typical, right? It's a typical <laughs> old car. So uh, I'm just cruising along and driving down the road to my girlfriend's house at the time, and just boom, boom. Turns out because the Jetta has wheel studs and not 
not like lugs and nuts. So the screw passes through the wheel into the hub. The hub had worn out on all four lugs at the same time. So like the screws were just slowly rattling out and rattling out and rattling out. And I lost all four of them at the same time. The first boom was the rotor hitting the bottom of the rim. The second boom was the rim spitting out and the rotor hitting the the, the ground, yeah. The asphalt. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. fun. It's real fun. Yeah, I that remember sucked. you telling me that. That's I just wild. saw, like, there was a, a drift video. I think it was in L.A. somewhere, and some guy's drifting in a circle, and his back tire just can't handle it. <laughs> he was flying off into the audience. And the best part was, it was, like, KTLA or something, like, news, <laughs> and it had, uh, they put, like, a little... Uh, quotation box that said like I'm free <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm impressed that they did that. I love KTLA for their uh, uh, trolling the news it's good oh, to see that amazing. there's like a television news station that's actually not garbage I'm, I'm happy that it's at least entertaining yeah. I'll television never forget news there is was, terrible usually yeah, there ahead. was some like 10 o'clock like late night um, newscast that they were interviewing people about some political thing or something and they were like serious serious and then all of a sudden it cut to a guy in a spongebob costume and he was like oh i don't know <laughs> and he, like whatever spongebob's voice is like, thank you ktla <laughs> classic classic Kev, seriously were we, before we started this we almost got into a discussion about tool preference I thought you were gonna go with the Ugamuga, Uga, 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 the Ugamuga. Yeah. yeah, were you the soft leading into that? Yeah. So, like, yeah. to be fair, my Ugamuga machine is not from Harbor Freight. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it Milwaukee? I've got, I've got some opinions. No, it's Ryobi. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Um, I like Home Ryobi. Depot. Yeah. All, all my lawn I'm, stuff is Ryobi. I'm a huge fan of Ryobi. So, like, uh, there's a there's like four Home Depots around here, but I've also got a Direct Tools about a half hour south. Which is like uh, they do Ryobi and I think it's Husky. Yeah, it's Home Depot brand. Yeah, the Home Depot brands like their factory reconditioned or mm. like uh, remanufactured tools. So yeah. like the Ryobi tools are already pretty affordable. These are even more affordable, and they have like the same warranty. So, well, that's uh, cool. Yeah, I'll go get all my batteries from there, and it's both of my Okabugas are both of my impact wrenches are Ryobi. And I'm a huge fan, but Harbor Freight for everything hand tool. No, if it doesn't have a battery and it doesn't <laughs> plug into the wall, I'm all about some Harbor Freight. I mean, I don't know. I haven't actually shopped at enough Harbor Freight for like hand planers or anything like that. But I like uh, I like to versatility in my tools. I, I think you pick the right tool for the right job, and yeah. sometimes that tool needs to be a cheap disposable, and sometimes it needs to be you know high impact you need it to work every single time oh i thought you were going to go on a rant about how you don't like harbor freight for whatever reason no i don't right? hate harbor freight oh, okay all right I well like, like here's I, here's my tool philosophy I just like having the right tool for the right job right do by by the right thing sure yeah but if you don't know what the right thing is buy the cheapest possible solution and if you break it you probably do some need research yeah work, work your way then, <laughs> if you're breaking tools man you're you're wasting money in my opinion. Sure. That's true. My two cents. I don't know that I've ever broken a Harbor Freight tool, though. Like, all of my impact sockets are Harbor Freight. Most of my ratchets are. I think I broke a torque wrench from Harbor Freight once. Ooh, that's interesting. My torque wrench is from Harbor Freight, and I've had it for, like, eight years. 
Yeah, sounds like you're not working hard enough, Eddie. Apparently. <laughs> need to fix some more cars, man. Right. I yeah, need, dude. I, I need to fly out to Will's fly garage out. in LA and, and yeah. break some That's because fucking Will's building like a fucking transmutation machine or like a some kind of like transmogrifier or like a time travel, anything. So he's always Nuclear doing reactor. weird stuff. Right. That's why. I'm just yeah. fixing cars over here. <laughs> a, drift, I, a drift engine. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Will's working on his drift engine. Oh, for by the way, for legal reasons, I don't know what you're talking about. I found out. I found out Will's actual age, and I'm not going to share it with any of you because I want to know only me. I'll tell but you. I found it's it out recently. No, 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 no. Wait, did you find it out when we were at that party and then I left? I did. You left you. it before it happened. So oh, sorry. Dude. <laughs> I know how old he is. Carissa wow. told me how old he is. Yeah, so. it's not a yeah. secret. Don't, don't tell anyone. Don't tell the world. Hold on, we you actually know. I'm I'm Wait, old. I'm between. Is Vinny the only one who doesn't know? <laughs> Here's what yeah, I found out today. Apparently, that your age isn't how old you are. It's what level oh. you've completed up to. So it's like you've completed. And you guys are level four. Let's play the game. Yes. Okay. Is that a good transition? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Wow. I'm just. <laughs> I'm to play. Wow. I want to know where this is gonna go. Wait. Wait. Uh, we have to do. We have to do a free captains thing. We talked about that wait, real wait, quick. Kev. Kev. What? Where what is gonna go? I think. Every, everything's fine it's all good else you're not old yeah, will and then like you don't look that old anyway yeah, it's, so it's fine um, you don't look that old anyway <laughs> no i mean will. he doesn't <laughs> what i meant was like you don't look uh-huh. that age that you are I feel that's what old. i mean yeah well, we i really hope that thaddeus has that level of uh you know of compassion today no yeah. no not for you no right. none yeah. at all so yeah let's talk about this for a second um let's start off with a starfinder story time okay oh starfinder story time Thank you, my space children. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the free captains, of which all of our characters are members. So talking a little bit about them, these pirates are ostensibly led by a council of elected pirate lords. The free captains are an association of independent starship captains whose primary traits are freebooting, piracy, raiding, smuggling, and other enterprises that lie firmly outside the law. What binds these disparate individuals together is the code they follow, which determines who can be raided, which ships can be stolen or scuttled, and perhaps most importantly, who has been granted immunity to such predations. While the rules that compose the code may seem arbitrary or capricious, simply having a structure at all is essential to keeping the group working together, rather than devolving into a free-for-all that's easily mopped up by the stewards, who you will know from uh, our threefold conspiracy campaign. Now, these rules are modified from time to time based on the whims of the ruling captains, and we can go over those rules another time. Um, But while the free captains range throughout the packed worlds and beyond, their center of power is in the diaspora, whose scattered collections of asteroids, chunks of space rock, and plantesimals provide countless docking stations, ports, and safe havens for fugitives, outcasts, and pirates eking out an existence on the wrong side of the law. And the Free Captain's Pirate Council meets on one of these asteroids, called the Broken Rock. Though its precise location is a closely guarded secret, and the place is said to be exceptionally well defended, lest the stewards or a planetary police force seeks to seek to curb the Free Captain's extra-legal activities. The Free Captains don't have much of a unified ambition beyond the piracy of their individual members, but intelligence reports in the highest echelons of planetary governments 
suggests a nascent pirate kingdom is emerging in the diaspora as a result of the free captain's growing power and influence. And if you'd like to read more about the free captains, you can do so on page 476 of the core rule book. At least 476 on the the paperback version of that. Yeah, we don't. We, we talked about this. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Disclaimer: We don't know if the hardback. I don't have that. a hardback book, so I can't compare it. Like whether or not the the hardback is the same as the. I would. I would think it's the same. I think it's just. Uh, they call it the pocket edition, but we were discussing earlier that it's effing huge. I think it's like six by eight or something. <laughs> I don't like know that. whose pocket this thing fits in. A giant's. Um, yeah, I do have both, and I have to say, pocket hang edition. Hang on, let me pull out my Harbor Freight tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, don't yeah, break yeah. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so you guys are all on the main page, correct? You're on the landing page. Yes. Yes. So let me just drop this. Hopefully, it works right. Ah, Ooh. All right. I, I made this myself. Um, I, I stole a Very lightsaber cool. off of the internet somewhere, but it's ideally it's supposed to be like a, a digital scroll. I actually, I tried to use AI to do it, and AI was like, "I don't know what you're asking me." That's how AI talks. Prompt engineering, new field. Um, but Kev, yeah, so Kev I, rolled a two on his engineering check. <laughs> for for the listener, <laughs> it's basically a digital scroll um, that is projecting a a screen up, um, and that. On there, I have the tenants for the free captains. So I'm going to roll a dice for the last three of you guys. And uh, Will, why don't you read off the tenants for me? No free captain will attack another outside of council-approved duels. Clients paying the pirate council's steep fees for protection must enjoy complete security from unwanted attacks. A deal is a deal, and once an individual free captain has made a bargain, he or she must honor it. Or they must honor it. Yes. Uh, All crew members are free to leave a ship in port, but once they are underway, they must fight to the death if their captain commands it. Man. I just these are the rules of the free captains I, I just I thought it'd be point, important to reiterate them and let me just read over now yes I'm reading this uh, last time with her last breath the gray let out a telepathic screech and you all continued your fight with the drift phantom Rolu missed out on a critical hit because he sucks <laughs> it's dark in there and then <laughs> yeah, the phantom yeah. slammed Rolu into unconsciousness. As, and, 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 sorry, that phantom was shaped like who? Uh, I don't know at the time. It was Thaddeus, uh, man. It was Thaddeus' okay, like, yeah. form. I'm just of saying. course. All right. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> As we, yeah, because the, the, the phantom strange. shifts into multiple, whoever's this in the room, it basically cycles play. through. All right. So as the battle went on and on and on and on because I'm an idiot and I forgot how DR works. This uh, is the that, fight that never <laughs> But the important <laughs> things that happened were Rolu went down and got back up uh, after Terme stabbed him in the head with a healing serum. Uh, Terme was able to finally take out the Drift Phantom with a critical attack from his Frostbite pistol, but not before Rolu was paralyzed in place. And we ended that episode with Thaddeus approaching Rolu and putting a gun to his head. And before I take you over to the map, Rolu is paralyzed for 12 more seconds, and there is still a windstorm stirring and going strong. 
Oh yeah, and the lights are going to keep changing every approximately six seconds. Now, now, don't like count down the twelve seconds necessarily as I'm talking. We could sort of treat this as like a vacuum. You know what I'm saying? Vacuum of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't get those notes going into this. <laughs> okay. All right, we're back to the map. It uh, certainly doesn't include narration, but yeah, I go ahead. I literally just see a white blob. No offense. I just see blackness. Oh, wait, there we go. Oh, I now I see, see it. Wait, why am I outside of the room? Oh, yeah, Kevin, that you was... put me in the hallway. I'm sorry. That was my bad. I... <laughs> oh, weird. Just a... It was just a glitch in the drift. Dude, this is messed up. I had to like go back to the tripwire thing. Thaddeus is in timeout. No, I thought I, I thought I put you back. I was using you to see like how the, now the I dark. I don't see my character. The I vortex see, looks really great. I see a rainbow vortex. Yeah, you're you're there, Will. Pretty pretty nice color. All right, so let me take you back to the map. Ta-da! Just for the listener, uh, we are in a large laboratory at the back of the wreckage of the stellar flare. There is a giant will windstorm spiraling at the door. And uh, the, the windstorm that I picked just on roll 20 is rainbow colored. Cause it's cool. We have the, the drift drive kind of in the center is busted and broken. And the dead gray is sitting, is laying in the middle of it. And Terme is kind of standing over her. And then we have, Rolu and Thaddeus standing just to the west of that and Chalk kind of north of them. So before we go back to what Thaddeus was doing, which is walking up, putting a fist to Rolu's head, I'm going to put us technically back into initiative order. We're we're still in initiative order. So I'm just going to start off the top of the round. It's going to be Rolu's turn, but you're paralyzed. What are you thinking about in those six seconds? This is after Thaddeus has put his gun to my head yes so thaddeus has a gun to your head and he said freeze to you there's nothing you can do about it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i imagine he's thinking about like doesn't care about the gun at all he's just imagining like brush strokes for different constellations (laughs) (laughs) there are there are two parts of rollo part of him is thinking about brush strokes in an attempt to stay mentally calm the other part of him is trying to figure out what to do next. And it feels a little bit like a like a precog thing. Maybe he's trying to think ahead to what's going to happen. And part of it is wondering, is, is just anxiety, nervousness. I'm nervous for you. Has Rolu already seen what's going to happen as a precog? Has he pre-cogged this situation? <laughs> Do you die right now, Rolu? That's the question. Did you see I your comeuppance coming? <laughs> there is a... When the gun is pointed at your head, Rolu feels a familiar feeling mm. of a gun pointed at him. Chalk, you're up. What's your? What are you doing? Chalk is incredibly curious about this object that he didn't want to give up and so he moves to the corner nearest uh, Rolu he's like hi Rolu I think I'll take that off of your hands and goes for the what formerly glowing blue object okay so roll perception check it's yeah it's not glowing anymore right can I see so it's the not glowing because you guys are do da do da? Can I see the glowing <laughs> thing? Da, da, do, da. You cannot. So it, you guys were in in uh, magical darkness, and that's why you saw the, the glowing magic. 
you're no longer in magical darkness. You're just in dim light. Actually, it might be total uh, darkness. I don't remember. Nineteen is the perception. Nineteen. So you your vines are running up along. Uh, Does it tickle? Rolu. Yeah, you start <laughs> start at the ankle, <laughs> pat down one leg, get up, get right into the crotch. <laughs> oh, tuck, oh tuck. sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, it's awkward. Sorry. <laughs> and then as you're coming up the other leg, you can feel, you feel like a latch or something. It's it's definitely not a pocket. It's almost like it's a hidden compartment. Hmm. Is this a hidden compartment, or are you happy to see me? And I'm going to say that was your action. Oh. Is that check. Thaddeus, what are you doing? Thaddeus observes this happening and he knows what's going on. He knows that he's going for the puck. He still has his Formium Venom caster, like, pointed at Rolu's head and he has this enormous shit-eating grin because he's been waiting for this moment. He takes out of his pocket the star map that Shock got off of his body and he unfurls it in front of Rolu's face. Looky, looky. We got this off of you the other night. I know what you did, Rolu. Look at this. What is this ship? The Nova Rider. The very ship that your old captain here has raided. You're not a pirate of the free captains. You're a traitor. And that, that puck, you were going to give that to his, weren't you? Well, the free captains are going to squash that little bug. And you'll get to watch it all happen. From the brig. Now, Shaq, to me, restrain Rolu. And Shaq, give that puck to me. Terme, it's your turn. What are you doing? Uh, Terme, hearing this, is gonna perform grave words on the gray. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfectly delivered. That was excellently delivered. Oh my god. Uh, I really want to though, but um, I'll do it after I tie up Rolu with uh, some cord somewhere. Oh wow. I don't know if I have any though. What am I supposed to tie him up with? Yeah. <sighs> Anything you have. Don't you have some magic that you can use? Uh, no. <laughs> Not in this situation. Uh, we'll just do what you can to hold him down and be careful. He's very Okay, shaky. check. Check gestures Fine. to his right. Hey, I think there's some cords going from this table to the wall. You might try Oh, some yeah, there's some cords over All there. Right, I can go. go grab. Great. Uh, so I'm going to do that and then I'll try to tie him up. I'll grab these cords that are 35 feet away. <laughs> I'll grab these cords. I'll grab these cords that are like only they're closer to to the situation. Right. So you're gonna you're gonna walk kind of right in between Rolu and uh, Thaddeus and towards the computer that the gray was at and just yank cords right out the wall and rip them off the the computer. Yeah, I guess so. All right. And you're still within range, so that is your move action. And I guess your standard action would be yanking the cords off. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's going to put us back to the top of the next round. Rolu, you have one more round of being paralyzed. What are you thinking? Rolu still has that familiar feeling of the gun pointing at him, which is giving him a small bit 
of trauma and anxiety. And he's confused. I believe when Thaddeus calls him a traitor. He's confused. He hasn't thought of it like that. All right, Chalk, are you going to attempt to pull the puck out of the secret compartment? So you know where the compartment is now. Or are you binding him up as Thaddeus told you to? Yeah, I'm taking the puck. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met me? (laughs) Um... John, you might have to correct me on this, but is this going to take some kind of engineering check to open your compartment? No. Concealed compartments technically only gives you a plus five to um, sleight of hand when hiding objects. Okay. So I don't think there's any issue for you to open it, unfasten it, whatever the mechanism is. So let's just roll a sleight of hand check against... I mean, he's going to see what you're doing anyways, but I think it's a a DC 20. Uh, I'll aid. Oh, look at that. I think it's fair. I'll give that. Cool. I'm not sure if you can actually aid in <laughs> side of hands, but I'll allow it. Uh, look over. I, I, if you just uh, use your vines to, to do this. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think I've seen this kind of compartment before. This is a good one. Good tip. Good tip, Jermaine. All right. So the DC for this is usually 20, but can be modified. I'll keep it at 20. So roll me a side of hand. That's a 26 without aid. <laughs> Oh my nice. god! Oh my god! <laughs> wow! It's the power wow. of the vines, man. Oh my god! I, I like to think like the vines kind of just like completely wrap around uh, Rolu's leg and squeezes, and then like just a little bit out. of it pops up and yanks the. <laughs> and you now have the puck. puck in your hand. Um, I'm gonna grab the puck and then I'm going to like run over to on top of what I assume are some shelves on the wall. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> She's standing on top of the highest shelf you can find. I just climbed on top Say, of the oh, shelf. Keep away. Like a Tuscan Raider. Yeah. Thaddeus, what are you doing? <laughs> Needless to say, Rory, you're relieved of command. Now we're going to escort you back to the ship. Be a good boy until we're there. But first, we need to finish our job here. Tomei, see that he stays put. Tremay, it's your turn. Right. Listen, Rolu, just explain yourself and we can uh, go back to being civil, I'm sure. But for the meantime, I think it's best if I were to tie you up now. And uh, Tremay is going to bind as best he can. I'm assuming that'd be like an engineering, maybe, I don't know. Athletics? Uh, how do you what? bind somebody up? Uh, Survival? S- strength? I don't know. Survival could be it. You gotta Just, know how to tighten yeah. up. Like, yeah. Control so. amount? No. <laughs> I'm gonna mount. You're just gonna mount roller? Oh There's a God. mechanical... <laughs> the mechanical aspect is you actually have a bind... Um, and the target is entangled would be the proper... Yeah, that's what I would think, too. Okay. So I'm not even gonna make you do a DC on that... Because it, it's to bind somebody during combat, I think, is the way it's looking at it. And we're not technically in combat. He's useless. Rude. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to let you say he's, he's automatically bind, bound. Go ahead and put an uh, entangled uh, condition on your character, Rolu. And then I'm going to yep. w- walk over. Well, I can't. That's fine. I can't do it. I want. I still want to cast Grave Words. 
<laughs> I want to see what that, that. I want to know what that alien was uh, trying to do. <laughs> Naturally. One step at a time. Sorry, you did go over and. Cr- no, cr- I, I don't have enough movement and actions <laughs> okay. to do that. So maybe I'll move. No. Wait, he's tied up, right? Yeah, he's tied up. All right, cool, cool, good. Okay. I mean, whatever that means. Are you like he's entangled? Are you holding on to his bindings, or did you just tie him up and let him go? Uh, I have control of him, the reins, I suppose. Yeah, you're pulling him along with you or something. Well, I haven't, I haven't moved over to the gray yet. Oh, right. I, w- I would say I'd like move to the other side of him because I was maybe wrapping him. I don't know. Sure. Cool, cool. <laughs> just toilet paper style, just walking yeah, in circles. You on. know, like like a mummy, like a like a party Halloween party <laughs> mummy of toilet paper. You, you're gonna tape me to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is the end of the second round. It has been 12 seconds. Rolu, you start to get in sensation. It kind of starts at your fingertips and your toes, and it works its way back towards your core, and you now are completely free of paralysis. I'm going to keep you in initiative order, though. Uh, What are you doing? (laughs) Rolu, visibly, fingers start moving. Shoulders start trying to pull out of the binding that Thaddeus or that Terme has put on me. Look, you all know me. You all know that I'm not a traitor. Chak, I need you to just give me the puck right now. We can finish our job. I can explain this to you civilly without being bound. And we can go back to the ship and this will stay between us you you have the wrong enemy Thaddeus you're no position to negotiate Rolu and we all know we can't trust you Thaddeus I I don't know that I'd go that far exactly listen I just I want to hear the whole story before I uh, make a judgment call but that might be a little easier if you're not trying to hide things from us Rolu I have good reason for trying to hide this stone. And I've saved your lives. You have saved mine. We are a group. And I look out for you as a family. Or at least that's what I thought as he's looking at Thaddeus. So, so here's... And, and Thaddeus, go with me. Roll out. I believe you. Good. But there's some pretty d***ing evidence to the contrary. You're referring to the schematics of the Nova Rider. The schematics? The fact that I saw you steal something from the captain's office? The fact that I noticed you take something off of Tinkerton? You've been acting sketchy ever since we got down here. I think... Is this a... I think we are all owed an explanation right now. Hold on a second. Uh, Thaddeus, do you mind hang on to this uh, cord here for a minute? Uh, yeah, gladly. And, Thaddeus, uh, Thaddeus like goes behind Rolu, keeps the gun at his head, but is holding onto the rope from the back. With a gun behind him, Rolu's anxiety increases even further. Uh, are we still in initiative? 
Yeah, loosely. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm also still trying to read up. I think that you're. I'm going to give you actually grappled as well as entangled. Oh, damn. Right. so because grappled is you actually holding on to him, and I'm going to give that to you automatically. But you're also entangled because now you're tied. Sorry. So you you're stepping away. Terminate. Yeah, I wanted to. I gave the court to uh, Thaddeus to uh, grapple Rolu, and I want to go move over to the gray. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna conjure up. Uh, I'm gonna pull in the mystic energies and say, "Gray, tell me your secrets. Explain to us your motive for this." Puck. And I'm going to cast grave words. Check, check starts giggling. <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> One in ten chance. Yep. Nothing. God, that Kevin. Was, that was the gray speaking in Aklo. And since you guys all speak Aklo, right? You guys all speak Aklo? Uh. I let's just say, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I have Aklo. <laughs> Conveniently took Aklo on your level up. Um, since you guys all speak Aklo, she's saying, "Drift, open, drift, shut, drift, open, drift, shut." Did you guys all hear that? And it's kind of just repeating that over and over and over again until she falls dead again. I think this uh, puck might have something to do with. Opening and closing the drift. Can I investigate the puck? Do you have mysticism? No. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, to me. Okay, so sorry, going back to, to um, we are stepping out of uh, initiative order because Terme kind of jumped ahead of Chuck and Thaddeus. So, Terme, that was your turn. No, you're fine. Um, Chuck, it is your turn, and you're going to try to. Analyze the puck? Yeah, I want to figure out what it is, where it's from, why it exists. I'm going to say, unless you have mysticism, I don't know if you can. Cool. Can I do it? Not on Not on. Right. Chuck's so turn. Chuck <laughs> tries to figure it out, but has no frame of reference for this object. Guys, I yeah, have no it, idea what this puck is. You flip it over and it says, it. Rolu, what, it says, uh, what is this thing? It says what? It says Harbor Freight. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. So <laughs> uh, nice. Oh, amazing. All right, Thaddeus, what are you doing? Thaddeus is just responding to Shaq. Uh, he's like, it's fine for Rolu to try to explain himself for a little bit, but I'm not going to let him go until we get back to the ship. It's too risky. And I can't believe, I can't be sure that he's going to give us a truthful explanation. So, Rolu, back on the ship, we can talk about it, but I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to turn out good for you, but you can defend yourself there. Like I said, from the brig, for now, we need to figure out what we need to get from this place and give it to uh, that android, Bari, right? So let's finish the job. All right, so... I'm going to take us back to the top of the round and Rolu, whatever you do now is going to determine whether or not we stay in initiative order or get out and just play this through. 
shot do you do you promise to give the, the stone back to me because that is you have the wrong you have the wrong enemy you need to let me go I can't go back to the ship and have this trial in front of the captain and everybody no that's 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 not acceptable I won't let that happen you're full of explanations but come on come on Rolu you don't provide specifics so no one can believe you if I tell you if I tell you will you let it's a starting point but you're not in a position to negotiate like I said how could we agree to that terms without knowing what it is we're agreeing to you know, he thinks we're idiots. Hang on. Listen to him. I don't Rolu. think you're idiots. You just don't know what you're meddling with so here. What you is don't it, know Rolu? who's what in the wrong. Is it? Rolu, you're right. We don't know what's going on. That's exactly why you're tied up and I have this puck. By the way, let me see that puck. If uh, I might try to look at it. Check. I've learned some new things in the in this past five minutes. Check throws the puck to <laughs> Termaiden. Do I have to do like an athletics to catch it? Four on. <laughs> Anyways, what is your dex bonus? <laughs> My dex is plus one. Yeah, roll me an athletics to catch it. I got a seventeen actually. Perfect. All right, so you you just he tosses it to you. You catch it. Catch it. Um, I'd like to uh, identify magic item. As part of a detect magic, you can use mysticism to identify the property and command words of magic and hybrid items. The DC of this check is 15 plus one and a half to item level. can usually attempt a mysticism check to identify a magic item once, only once per 24-hour period. Further attempts with that period fail. However, casting an identify spell allows you to attempt a second check in the same 24-hour period and grants plus 10 inside bonus to the check. If you have the time, you can take 20 to attempt another check to identify a magic item in the same 24-hour period, but only if you can perform research such as access to an information network or downloaded data set. So do you have what it says identify is I, I have detect magic. So what the first part of the spell or the mysticism for part of it. It says, as part of the action to cast detect magic. Got it. You can use mysticism to identify the properties and command words of magic and hybrid items. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, I'm going to attempt 18 on the die plus three, or sorry, plus five is 23. I'm going to leave that to John to tell you what you know. What's the item level? It's not for you to know. <laughs> There's not a level to know, per se. It feels like it's connected to something larger. But the composition, the feel, the sense of magic, it feels like a base element building block. Like a like a star metal would. Yeah, I don't know what this thing does. <laughs> 23 it, it it would be like picking up some really you know it's like picking up any other element and being like this could do a lot of things but you're not quite sure what it is you haven't seen a star this metal is, like uh, it 
piece of a larger hole, I believe. Is there... Based on nothing that I can really glean as to its specific purpose. Right. Is there any clue as to why the Grey was looking for it? Well, I kept badgering on about drift open, drift close. It's It's got star metal, whatever that means. I don't know. He listens to Kiss. <laughs> nice one. Deep cut. Rolu, why was this Grey looking for star metal? I... I was asking them the same question. I wanted to know why. All right, so it's, should I take you out of initiative order, or like it's still technically Rolu's turn? Look, if I explain, I hope that the three of you will let me go. I don't know entirely what this punk will do. It, it could know... Uh, Why don't you want to go back to the ship? I'm happy to go back to the ship. I would love to go back to the free captains, my family. But there are others who are interested in this stone. And it's important. What others? I speak of. He means he is. I know he does. You wouldn't You're know if I told you, Thaddeus. You wouldn't know. It's it's better that you don't. <laughs> Hilarious. You. you see what I mean, both of you. Benevolent censor, are you? Not A seven-year-old would not be fooled by this. All right, Rolu. Now, we're going to finish the mission. Unless Check. anyone else has anything to ask. Check very loudly, says, Thaddeus, enough. Let him speak. He's spoken enough. Hurry up, Rolu. Yes, here's is important to me. I should... That should be obvious by now. You all have, have known this. The schematics only allow you to make this charge against me valid. But here's was the only one who could see what the issues were. And like me, could see what might happen. And he suffered more than any of us should. And his actions prevented the suffering of many more. But he is not connected to the stone. The stone... Do any of you know Nacrawl? I didn't think so. So as it is... What is that supposed to mean? You all could make a... Try and make a culture check or... <laughs> sure. Some, yeah. Something like it, yeah. I, I'll leave that to Kev, yeah. I'm not trained in culture. Or um, mysticism got, might might. Same deal. I got a twenty-four on a culture check. Mm, let me roll quick. I have plus nine. Okay, nice. I think that's enough to know it. At least something about uh, it. Seventeen. I have to Google it myself. <laughs> I won't Google it too much as a player. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I'll say that. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So, John, what do they know then? You uh, are you're gonna have to, like, aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dual GM right now. Oh, God. You are aware, Terme, of a Barathu entity that has been known to issue predictions quite successfully for large events. Think like Nostradamus. And... Confluence is a melding of many Barathus as a they are a leader of 
uh, Prithida, right? And by extension, Leovara. Necrawl is another melding of Rathus, but legend has it that they've melded with tech that allows them to algorithmically become clairvoyant. A very interesting thing for a precog to uh, embark on. Some technological wonder to be clairvoyant, I see. I don't know that this puck will, but you understand now that there are many others. I am not trying to betray the free captains. I did not do that with Hears. In fact, we worked hard to prevent the free captains from sullying their own reputation. There are others who are interested in the stone, and I'm surprised that we are all pirates here in this room, that you would think that we are all altruistic to just the free captain's interests. That is literally what we are. Um, Only altruistic to. That's our job, really. I mean, sure. We took our oaths. Exactly, Tremay. We took an oath. I took an oath as well. And I am upholding it. And you, you say are my pirates family. are altruistic? Check. Is that what I heard? Saying that. Check. Check hops down <laughs> as all of this talk of the oath comes down and mumbles to himself. Oh, they're more like guidelines. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he ambles over to uh, Thaddeus. Says, Thaddeus, give me, give me that the, the the paper we stole from. Thaddeus hands it over. Rolled up. And he looks and is suddenly reminded, not at all because Kev DM'd me, um, about the partial coordinates that he saw on this, the Gray's computer screen before all of this fighting ensued. Especially during the fighting with the Gray, is when you try to turn off the drift drive, you saw that information kind of on a Word doc on one of the seven screens that are right. open. So, like, are do I recognize those coordinates as any part of this document? Or, like, I guess I'm I'm gonna pull out my data pad and like search those partial coordinates Ooh. to see what star might have burnt out where the star metal came from and to see if this document schematic has uh, anything related to those partial coordinates. Hmm. Give me would that be a physical science check? Piloting? I don't I don't know what that would be. Well I don't have physical silence, uh, so I'm gonna hope it's piloting. Physical silence. <laughs> Maybe survival? Like orienteering, I'm trying to think. There's, there's like a lot of different things. Um, let's do. Let's just do. I'm gonna say culture check. Okay, it's probably the best. Fourteen. You're looking through. You looked at the paper. You kind of scanned it real quick. You didn't really see any numbers of significance on that paper, and the ones that you do, you you de- they definitely don't line up with the numbers you saw on the, on the computer. Okay. And honestly, like your 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 remembering of of what you saw on the computer is still a little blurry. Um. It's like looking at a license plate, but not actually remembering to look at it. If that makes sense. The other thing, like you, you're scanning through your computer, but like you guys are inside the cell flare and don't have data access, so you're just kind of cycling through whatever Wikipedia pages you already downloaded, and and there's nothing in there that, that's significant enough to piece together much of anything. Okay. Look, I'll I'll answer your questions in time, but can you release me from this bindings? Don't do it. Give me the stone. And we can finish our I don't know mission. If you should be holding on to this stone. No, roll it with what, you, what I just told if, you. Yeah, because we can't verify it. And if what you say is true, then we'll verify it later. 
with Goldhorn. You're staying put. Here's here's what I'll say to that. I'm going to hold on to the stone. And he, like, tucks it away under some, like, leaves. But also, like, shuffles it around his body. I think I have the stone, don't I? Do a slide of hand check for that. Terme has the stone. Oh, yeah, Terme has the stone. Terme, would you mind mind tossing it over here? Uh, Sure. What do you plan to do with it? (laughs) I'm going to hide it in my vines. Oh, okay. Here, (laughs) take it. It's garbage to me. So that is a terrible roll. I'm going to use my covert. Oh, fudge. I was going to use my new ability since we're level four, but I can't. Uh, that's a 12. To what? Okay. And does who is trying to oppose this? I guess it'd be definitely John, right? Yeah, for sure. So go ahead. Um, it says that you can check opposed to a perception check of anybody observing you or searching your body. In the latter case, the searcher gains plus four bonus check. That's if you're searching your body, yeah. Yeah, I'm not Especially searching. Sp- I got a 24 to notice where it is. So you, Perception. What What did you roll, Vinny? Uh, 12. So yeah, you, you're shuffling it around, and you, you put it down your pants, and Rolu sees it. <laughs> Very clearly. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just a big this bulge is what I love. in your pants. There, bingo. So Chuck shoves it into his pants, but it's like this obvious bulge. <laughs> it's just like a hockey hey, puck in, in your pants. Yeah. Are you happy to see us or is that a puck in your pants? I'm, all, I'm always Starbucks happy to see you, Terry. <laughs> okay. Rolu has I have um, robes I could hide in that, right? Um, I think. Oh, sorry, go check. And uh, after, after he tucks it away in what he thinks is a great hiding spot, um, he says, That is, Terme, I think. Rolu, if he was going to do anything to us, would have done it by now. He's going to be well, far I mean, more valuable. He can't, he's going he to can't be far it. more valuable to us untied than he is tied. Remember, we're still in a hot zone. Chuck has a point. We all know that you think so. Um, look, that is your call. I'll stay close to you. I'm not going to hold you. But I'll leave you tied for now. Stay put and help us figure this out. And if you help us with that, we'll untie you, all right? But you don't get the puck until we're back at the ship. Deal? And as you're talking about that, the windstorm kind of slowly... it, It slowly slows? Yeah. And disappears. How did the windstorm happen? It was a critical fail... Yeah, that's right. There you go, Rolu. That was an auspicious sign, wasn't it? So, sounds like a good path forward, right? Let's move out. Rolu has a wisdom of nine. And I don't know. I. Rolu wants to trust you because of all that we've been through. And I, John, don't know if Rolu would trust that you all are going to act altruistically, as we've discussed, that all free captains do. And give the puck back and let me loose. Listen, a deal I, is a deal. That's what the code says, Rolu. If everything's the on the up and up, you can keep your star medal. Unlike you, we follow the rules, don't we? <laughs> you don't even know what you're meddling with, that is. D- just don't spew shit. 
Then why don't you tell us what we're dealing with? No, no, no. He's, with. he's said enough. He'll tell us later. I don't need more pretentious rants from you. We have a mission to finish. So let's finish it. I don't want to be casting grave words on your body, Rolu. Yes. You don't have to. You have the choice to let me go, as would be prudent. Rolu, we're spinning in but circles fine. here. Thaddeus, I'm agreeing. All right. Enough. Good, good. All right. I rolled a 15, so I'm agreeing. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> now, what do we need to do here? We need to research this uh, machi- this computer, right? We need to get in there somehow. Uh, the one I just ripped all these cords out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is. Yeah, so y- I'm sure. Like, well, we need the technology not a complete somehow. moron. He, he wouldn't have pulled, like, the power cord. He would have, he yanked out, like, the, the cord for t- two of the f- seven monitors, you know. So those monitors are down. The computer automatically adjusted because that's what computers can do. Um, all right. So you guys want to check the computer? Sure. Sure. Seems like the right thing to do. Let's get this technology and get out of here. Right. Okay, so who's taking lead on that? Who's got the... I got a plus three to computers. It's definitely not me. Yeah, I got a plus six. Jack, I can uh, I can maybe try to help you out. Maybe you take the lead on it. Yeah, let's get it. Okay, so Chuck, you're going to walk over to the computer. You you kind of slide a chair over and jump on top of it. Um, throw a couple books underneath. Yeah, no, he uh, he climbs up onto the desk and like dances. Oh, on just the on the desk? Okay. But as you're climbing up onto that, I need you to roll a perception check. Ooh, uh, 26. Of course you pass. So as you're climbing up on the computer, like you're small enough, you're eye level with everything that's on that desk, and you notice that there is a an intact metal bracelet. Uh, its outward appearance is quite stylish, but it doesn't belong with any of the other apparatuses in this room. And there's a small panel on the, the interior side of that bracelet that is is open and reveals circuitry. And there's wires actually soldered into it. And those wires are, are connecting it back to the computer through a USB-T. Because we're that far into the future. We just A, B, C, D. Oh. Nice. So go ahead. Um, you can either give me a computer's check or an engineering check on that. I'll assist. I wish I could. I think, uh, I think I've seen this one set of fries. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great role either way. There's grays oh, and fries. So... But whatever. At least surprise out here. Did you succeed? Yeah, I succeeded. I, I rolled a nineteen. Cool, eleven. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're like, man, this is a cool watch. I'm not, I'm very curious why this it's is a plugged dope in bracelet, to, y'all. To the computer, yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, so ignoring that, too. man, I had some good jokes in there too. Uh, ignoring that, go ahead. Let, give me a computer's check for the computer itself. I will assist again. Sixteen. The computer explodes on you, man. It's <laughs> Does anybody else want to try? Yeah, no. As, as yeah, we know, Grace computers yeah. are pretty hard to crack. Can I, yeah. can I try? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is there like, can I detect, before we start, can I detect any like uh, countermeasures like de- or fake shell or anything like that? Uh, uh, if there were countermeasures, a fail would have triggered them. So you yeah. see Chalk working at it. You, Chalk is like just typing away on the computer. He's not dead yet. So you're, you're probably fine. Okie doke. At least at this level. I got a 19. Uh, uh, do you want to help? Yeah, I'll assist. Make it, make it 21. I assist to make it 21. I think that's enough. So, with like you're, you are like so close to breaking into it, and Chalk is like, I tried that one already. That one too. Oh, yeah. 
nope, not that. And then you're like, okay, how about this one? And and you type in. Wait a second. What about this thing? Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> That's the password. Okay, so well, well. first, <laughs> yeah, first you look over uh, the user interface for the drift drive, uh, and though it's busted, you're able to actually adjust the computer power or the emergency power to stabilize lights in the entire ship to dim again, so we're not dealing with dark, complete darkness. And then you're able to you got you're looking at the screens and you can see there's the drift drive UI, and then there's the the word doc that was open with the gray information on it and chalk chalk points to that he's like wait go go look at that go look at that and as you dig through that you recognize the gray's notes and you see a drift drive and you see a bunch of symbols that are they are the aclo alphabet like like wingdings i'm assuming but you can't take maybe take out or you, you can't make out the words though why not it's we'll get to that you do see the partial drift drive coordinates that you were looking for earlier and you see that blue cylinder kind of sketched with with like powerpoint drawings and a bunch of aclo notes around it you also see there is a file that's it's open on the other side it's a mini computer that is connected to that to the computer a midi computer a mini mini yeah and as as you're looking at this Chalk, you're going to pick up that watch and look a little bit closer, and you actually see that it that watch itself is a miniature computer. It's a miniature computer that can synthesize with an Android, allowing access to the data within. Ooh. It's a watch. It's it's an Android smartwatch. Got it. You get it? Android yep. smartwatch? Yep. No, okay. Uh, but it, in actuality, it is a tier two computer uh, with two miniaturization upgrades and a, a security one module on it. And what you know is that this, you're able to click it and break into it. Give me one more computer's check. Sure. I will not assist. It's a 20 on the die for a 26. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. So you finally figured it. You're like, oh, I got this. Once once you're in, you're like, you already saw what this computer can do. And you recognize that thing and you, you're digging into it. You reach the secure data modules that include Vari 8's research computer or projects and theories on how to draw power from the drift. This virtual treasure trove of lost facts and figures combined with the salvage of the partially working power core is exactly what Vari 13 was looking for. That watch is Vari 8's personal watch that shoot I forget her name <laughs> Dr. Oh uh, crap looking in the notes uh, let me scroll up in the notes I know I'm doing the same Dr. Novu Sweeney yes, yes Dr. Sweeney that she basically warned Vari about she said Vari you need to put your your documents onto an actual computer and not on this watch of yours hashtag so, data hygiene right okay so that's what you need to give Vari 13. That's what she's what they are looking for. Cool. But you guys are all drawn to this. Yeah, this the tale uh, of Sweeney's key fob. <laughs> you're you're actually more drawn to the Aklo and the, and the scribble and yeah. and that puck and everything you're surrounding that puck. So give me give me a culture check. And I'll let I'll let uh, any of you guys can roll a culture check for this cuz you guys all know Aklo now, right? I don't actually, and I don't have. Then culture. you cannot roll me a culture. If you know Aklo, yeah. you can give me I a culture. A Sixteen. Lame. What is it? Oh yeah, uh, twenty-eight. Mm. <laughs> of course. 
All right. So, so like, all you are staring at this thing, figuring out. Chalk finally points to it and says, like, I, I don't know what this says, but it's it's definitely an Aklo. If somebody gives me an assistance, I would get <laughs> So, you, like, Terme, you know the alphabet and you recognize some of the words, but, like, you, you're a, a, a linguist at heart. Like, you, you study languages. And from what you can see, you could put together this form of Aklo actually seems to be almost archaic. It's very old. Probably, probably around 300 years old. DC 30 and, complexity. Right. The language has evolved, but like, you know, Aklo has evolved, but this particular script is written in old Aklo. You also piece together that Malziox, the gray, wanted to use that blue object that Rolu has to somehow complete those coordinates and possibly help them open the drive to the coordinates. And that's our game. Oh, Oh, wow. Wow. Nice, nice. There it is. Kevin, could could you repeat that last part about the coordinates? Kevin. You can go back and listen to the tape. Kevin. (laughs) It's necessary for the next episode. Nice. Thanks for listening, you scallywags. Until next week. Drift begones on distant stars. Mm-hmm.